What's up, everyone? Welcome to Around the ACL. It's me, Michelle Thompson, here with Trey Ryder and Anthony Ione. I'm coming to you from Honolulu, Hawaii, and apparently the Wi-Fi hits different here because I'm on a delay. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get over the ocean, so... dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so that's the problem. Uh, but anyways, I'm here hanging out with uh, Brandon Thompson of Airwolf Athletics, just having a great time with the family, enjoying the beaches. Um, but we've got some awesome cornhole happening as well. We've got the Louisville, Kentucky Open happening this weekend and uh, some good players to watch out for. So how have your guys' weeks been? As exciting as mine? Are you hanging out on beaches anywhere or is it just me? Rubbing it yeah. in, Mish. Yeah, I know. She's just like, oh, I'm just coming in from Honolulu, Hawaii. No big deal. And what she didn't tell it, what she didn't tell you guys, if you guys are just listening, is that right before this, she was bragging to us about how she was renting this cabana and oh she was my gosh, so right? much fun and you know blah blah blah. So you didn't catch any of that. She only got the, oh, you the little taste. You didn't know I was bougie. Come on. <laughs> No, I think we in fact knew that you were bougie. That is that is that is something I did know. Oh man! Hey, I did play though, some cornhole. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Way. It looked like you were uh, playing some cornhole out there. How's that going? Yeah, so we played a BYOP. I took fourth, and oh, then uh, I yeah, and then I did a switch and I took first. So not so bad over here. Yeah. In the- oh, oh. <laughs> State yeah, champion, thanks, Michelle partner, Thompson. So I did okay. <laughs> exactly but that's enough about me let's talk about some actual good cornhole players so uh louisville kentucky what do you guys think who are we looking out for yeah so a couple different things you know i think a lot of the same things that i was looking for in the first open i'm looking for in the second open two different types of of players well and i guess maybe you can group in a third that i'm i'm specifically looking for One, my rookies. How are my rookies that are highly anticipated? How will they perform coming into their first event as an ACL pro? Now, many of them who were rookies played in opens last season. So there shouldn't be a huge difference, but there's always that added pressure of competing with that ACL pro label on you that can make things much more difficult. Um, Second, ACL pros is individual players that made a somewhat, in my mind, significant bag change from season to season. Okay. So specifically, I'm looking for people like Mark Richards and Philip Lopez. I'll talk about them in a little bit. They're jumping over from throwing something that they were so dominant with a year ago to something that's much newer and much different. Now, some may say it's really not that different, blah, blah, blah. Still, it's some level of change from year over year. And then third, kind of doubles teams, new teams. When I look on the double side that are playing together, maybe for the first time or their new pro partners, we're starting to see if they can develop a little bit of chemistry. Those are my three big groups that I'm looking for. Now, uh, you know, first on that group, my group of rookies that I like talking about, it's going to be my first opportunity to see Logan Chamberlain and Justin Burton Jr., two guys that you guys know I've been very high on recently or really for the past six months, and I've been adamant that I think Logan Chamberlain has a chance to be a rookie of the year this coming season. So I had a lot looking forward to um, to watch them for the first time this year. 
pros that are throwing different bags this season. I mean, again, I, I got to start with Mark Richards and Philip Lopez. They're jumping over onto lucky bags, right? They're no longer throwing those gladiators that they were so dominant last season with. That's something that I'm paying attention to. Adam Hister and Cody Henderson, for the first time, I think since I have known them playing ACL, will not be throwing local bags, right? Yeah. Does that help them? Does that hurt them? I have no idea. Um, you know, just really interested to see how, how, how they play, how they come together. Um, and then probably third um, is, is, is individual teams that are new this year that, that I'm interested in watching. Um, one team that jumped off, off my list, and I know they're not playing together as pro partners, the last time Jacob Gore and Trey Birchfield played together, they won an open, I believe. So, um, you know, that's – or maybe not they won the open or they came in second or something like that, but they, they have a lot of success playing against one another. We're going to see Cameron Kingfisher and Isabella Soprenit for the first time. Um, they're they're going to be obviously partners for this coming season. Um, Jay Dotson and Gabe Dolan, that's going to be a team that I've been looking out for. Eric Anderson and Timmy Jonas are back playing together Again, I'm really excited to see them. We get to see the father and son duo of Alec Ryan and David Ryan. So we get to see how them as as a father and son duo as ACL Pro Partners come together and throw at a high level. So so in all, and we also get to see Ryan Windsor and Alex Hicks, and also the first year of first appearance of this year of Jamie Graham and Matt Guy. We know what we're getting for them, right? Not really excited to see anything different, but we get to see if Jamie Grant can continue this in incredible uh, push forward. And then the last team that I know Anthony's probably going to mention, which why I didn't talk about very much, Joe Neistat and Jeremy Shermerhorn are high on my list to watch for this coming season. So those are my three groups. Um, excited just to watch some of these teams coming out here at Open 2. What you got, Anthony? Who are you looking at? Well, you got those birds chirping in the back. It's making me, like, even extra <laughs> jealous. What the heck's going on around here? <laughs> oh, man. that's a that's a sound machine you guys it's no oh yeah yeah it's a sound <laughs> yeah machine, sure yeah we're just gonna start hearing waves crashing after this <laughs> like. yeah i'll take a i'll take a pretty broad approach kind of going through just so we can all get a sense of who's in the field and just kind of touch on a few things on each one but uh yeah mark richards in the field you know our rookie of the year man of the year player of the year, whatever award you want to give him. Does he have that sophomore slump that Trey's been talking about and what history says we should expect? Got a close eye on him. Really like to see what Bobby Hunt can do. We're going to get a glimpse of this rookie coming out. A Travis Purser, someone who I took a moment to, it was good enough to take a moment and watch him play an entire game at Worlds. I was really impressed with what he did in the advanced division. And Trey, you've mentioned him a few times yourself. Really a close eye to see what kind of player his, he's going to be. Is Cameron Belvin still hot? Noah Wooten in the field. Is he still hot? Both of those uh, players were trending coming off of last season. A Kobe Costanza coming in now as a rookie pro. Um, who won an open in doubles uh, last year? Really got a close eye on him as well. You mentioned Cody Henderson. What do we get from Cody this year? You mentioned the new bags. Really a guy that put up good numbers statistically last year but just nothing seemed to work out for him in the brackets. He just took the losses uh, that were really, really close. He took the L's. Derek King with a new emphasis on singles, telling me personally I want to take a new emphasis on singles, not just doubles. What does he look like coming out here in the open? You mentioned we're going to get Trey Birchfield. To me, what am I looking for? Is, is Trey a top 10 player or a top 20 player like we've been saying? Uh, real interested to see what he does. 
Um, Chad Hunt, how does he do solo without Graham? Can he make a name for himself as a standalone singles player? Logan Chamberlain, Justin Burton Jr., both rookie carpet players. I'm coming out really interested to see. I've got a close eye on the carpet game this year just because I feel like we've got this heavy presence of elite-level rookie talent coming in. Trevor Brooks, is he a top 30 player or is he a top 80 player? It's a big jump, and I think Brooks has a chance to be a breakout player this year. Close eye on him. Gabe Dolan, you mentioned, really uh, uh, as well. Another carpet guy I want to keep a close eye on. Jimmy Humans. How's that wrist doing? You know, he had that injury coming in to the open last last uh, a couple weeks ago. The wrist blew up, really struggled kind of towards the end there. Adam Hisner, again, same as Cody, a new bag this year. What are we going to get? You mentioned uh, Jonas and, and Anderson, both players saying, hey, we, we're, we're much improved from last year individually. And then together as a doubles partner, Stand back. They're saying that they're going to be, uh, you know, a much better team this year. So excited to see that and how that goes down. Gavin Cano also in that same category as the new uh, carpet players, along with Alex Six. Is Alex Hicks a top 10 talent like we keep saying he is? Really want to see him break out along with Ryan, Ryan Wiedenfield, our advanced uh, world champ. Really looking to see him make a deep run, if not win a bracket. Uh, we've got some guys at home. You know, we've got Damon Dennis. We've got the Matt guys. I think Matt guy won early last year in an open and then really nothing really for the rest of the year. Do we get a Matt guy, uh, you know, coming in here? But yeah, moving on to doubles. You mentioned him, Alec, Alec and, and David Ryan. Can David keep up with the success that Al and Alec is having and really make a strong doubles team? Brandon Brown and John Fuentes. That one never made sense to me from the beginning. Uh, really interested to see what 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 comes of this new partnership. I think Kingsfisher is going to be sneaky good uh, alongside Soprenit. This guy went seven in one in the qualifier. He's got a strong game that's real similar to Isabella's. Uh, I, I think that's a team that could be successful and maybe a sleeper team that no one's really talking about. Um, Dotson and Dolan, you mentioned uh, McGuffin and Dennis, you know, on their home turf as a doubles team, I expect them to do really well. Um, you know, McGuffin coming in and really filling that gap real similarly. I think we're going to have a similar, uh, you know, between the two of them real similar to what we got from Hayden last season, Neistead and, and Shermerhorn. Again, both a players coming off their significant teams really expect these guys to do something here early and i want to see it um both have the talent to do it and i know talking to them they expect to do that just kind of looking down at some that you some that you didn't mention uh, some uh some uh, some new teams a Bernicet brooks purser jones the hunt brothers trey and bobby hunt i think could be kind of dangerous some returning pros we're gonna have richard lopez back in the field they are teaming up again this year again you mentioned the different bags I thought this one was interesting, Trey. You got Brent Guy in the field, but yet Matt Guy teamed up with Jamie, which we didn't see last season. Did you see that right. one? Yeah, no, I saw that one. That I don't know if Matt and Jamie, unless Brett couldn't go, I don't think we saw one last season where Matt and Brett did not play together, which I right. found very interesting. And I found it also interesting that Brett was playing with Kaylee, right. which is interesting. Yeah, so excited to see how that one uh, turns out. And then some mixes. Uh, you mentioned the uh, guy Hunter mix. I think they could, you know, they're they're uh, you know, team fire, but I, they play similar games. I think that they'll do pretty well. Sutton Morellis might be sneaky good. I mean, two players that Sutton seems to always have really good success in doubles. 
Morellis had this unbelievable statistical season last year, really in the top category of every single stat, and then just took this rank that was way down. I'm like, how yeah. the, the, the stats didn't match the finish, right? I think that they'll be sneaky, sneaky good. Schlobaum and Caden Allen, another mix. Um, we know what Caden can do. Schlobaum, we've seen what he'd done maybe a year ago if we look past the pro season. Uh, I got a kind of a close eye on what they were going to do. This one's going to be tough here. I wouldn't be surprised if these guys win a bracket. Gavin Cano and Noah Wooten. Yeah. Gavin, Gavin is one of those guys I'm specifically looking for to see how he handles that that pro status now, right? Yeah. Because I think Cano, or, sorry, Kano. I keep Kano, saying it yes. wrong. It's Kano. Too, yeah. We got to we keep screwing it up, Anthony. Kano, Kano. I got that. it now. <laughs> um, uh, Gavin Kano. I really think he kind of wore that non-pro chip on his shoulder last year, right? It was kind of like those that that idea of, well, I'm not a pro. Nobody thinks I can win. I'm going to come in and win. And now you don't have that this year, right? How many times do we see that from a player? They no longer have that, what they feel is an underdog status anymore. Um, and I just want to see if he can continue to excel like he finished last season. Remember, this guy won a bracket. He beat Cheyenne Renner in a bracket final last year. He won an open in doubles alongside Fisher Hamilton. So paired up with Noah Wooten, that's a team that can do some damage. Agree. Two more mixed teams just to finish up, uh, Mish. These are pretty interesting, too. <clears throat> Jordan Power and Eric Davis. How did that partnership come along? <laughs> what? How do these things happen? Yeah, that, that one's uh, – I don't know. Like, what are they going to throw, I guess? Yeah. I mean, that's – I mean, if I was anybody, I would be – I wouldn't let Eric Davis throw anything except those green fire assault bags. Yes. <laughs> those green fire assault individual set of bags have won what? Over – what did fire post? Over $200,000 has been won wow. with that set of bags. Wow. I mean, why would you throw anything awesome. else ever? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no doubt. I was going to have to, right? Because they're not 2023. That's true. Well, he can, yeah, he can throw them. He's only got to throw 2023 in at pro events. So eventually he's got to retire him, but at least, Hey, yeah. milk, milk him for, for what, 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 what you can get out of him, Right. I mean, yeah, no doubt. Right. And then the last one, no Ryan Smith in the field, which leaves Ryan Wiedenfield available. No Duncan Clemmer, which leaves Noah Almanza available. Wiedenfield and Almanza. Whoa. I feel like that one's sneaky. Good. Like really good. Yeah, quality. I'm I'm thinking they'll probably throw slower bags because of Wiedenfeld. So so, you know, I think um, I heard all last year. Oh, uh, you know, everybody's been saying Almanza can throw slower. He likes slower bags. He likes slower bags. It's like okay, he likes them, but he didn't throw them last year. Right. In singles, he made the choice not to do that. Right. So all I'm saying is when he th this will give us a first glimpse of like okay, he's going to be throwing a slower bag this time in in doubles. You know. We're paying attention to it. We'll see how they perform. I really hope they throw carpet because Almanza can throw carpet and he can do some yeah. amazing stuff with carpet. I just want to see it in competition play at this level. Yes. That would be awesome to see. 100%. I would think, be down Mish? to see that as well. I love a good dirty game, so I'm, <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> all for it. All right, we've got uh, Mike Morton waiting to come on and talk to us. I think he's got maybe like a little game for us or something. So uh, let's bring Mike on and see what he's got. Welcome, Mike. 
Hey guys. Hey, so so I didn't intentionally create a game, and I think you guys may have some some trivia coming up in a minute. But uh, small world here is as I was doing some research for the the thing that I wanted to talk about, I came across something I thought was just kind of neat. So I just generated a single trivia question, and I, I played coy with it. I made sure I did not send the answer to Trey. So I've got the answer right here. So guys, if you're ready, Trey, go ahead and bring the question up. Uh oh. What do these players have in common? Trey Birchfield, Cheyenne Renner, Tyler Poitras, Justin Stranger, AJ Sims, Matt Guy, Byron Sisson, and Alec Ryan. Oh, Ooh. that is a mix. How All right. So this is that this eclectic is, mix. I, yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna let me talk through my logic here. I don't know the answer off the top of my head, so I'm not giving anything away to the other two. Um the only thing, all right. So it's it's got Byron Sisson in it, which means obviously this is not a pro specific question because right. Byron Sisson has not played in a pro event before. Um, he is a pro this season, so but it makes me think something on the uh, something on the open side. Oh, yes, yeah. regionally they're all over the place. Bag types, sponsorship okay, so all over the place. Actually, hold on. For those, I have something. For, <laughs> yeah. So I noticed when I was looking out. through the bracket. Yeah, so when I was doing the bracket uh, recap for the blog, all these people were super deep in the bracket. So I know that they have all that. They all have that in common in an open number one. Is that correct? Is that what we're looking at? Yeah. Uh, yes. And let me clarify for the people at home that are listening to only audio versions. I'm going to read what, what do these players have in common? The list of players is Trey Birchfield, Cheyenne Renner, Tyler Poitras, Justin Stranger, AJ Sims, Matt Guy, Byron Sisson, and Alec Ryan. Um, and I can verify that they all were at open number one now that you say that. Ooh, did they They're all, all lose to this? They all they lost all to Alex Hicks. I don't know. Hold on. Throwing it. <laughs> it might be something like that. So I'm trying they to think of who. Around it. So Cheyenne, <laughs> Cheyenne's two losses were to Ryan Wiedenfeld was one of them. And who did she lose her first game to? Uh, Jamie Graham. Then? It was Jamie Graham. Did Jamie Graham beat all these people? Hold on. Let me see. You're barking up the wrong tree. Uh-oh, barking, barking up the wrong tree. tree. Okay. We got a hit. Um, you're in the right were, park. You're just barking these, up the wrong tree. Were they all in the semifinals? How far did these guys make it? No, Cheyenne came in. The only reason I, I was following Cheyenne all day because we were trying to interview her. So I was literally going around like her. <laughs> I was like trying to navigate around when she finished. So that's the only reason I like kind of know what her schedule was. She lost, I think she was like third or fourth place. She did not make it to the finals. Okay. Um, Matt so I, think, I think Misha's circling, circling the answer here. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you guys. Okay. They all finished in fifth place at open number one. Oh, okay. I knew all it was right. something like that. I knew it. <laughs> they were all right there at the end. They Misha's... all finished in fifth place. And when I was looking through to do my my research, I just thought what a talented group of people at an open to finish in fifth place. 
just fifth uh, in so fifth in their bracket in their bracket those are your eight fifth place finishers out of two brackets in tier one so technically these guys finish 17th if you're looking at overall right four Actually, people ahead of them. because there was only two brackets there was only no there's right. four brackets in singles in tier one oh you're right you're right. And that would make right. sense because you got eight of them. You got yeah, eight yeah. people. Yeah, there's two, two, two one double place. brackets. You're right. So oh, yeah, man. I just thought that the talent level was was ridiculous to have that many of them finishing in fifth place. So you have Trey Birchfield, world champion, Cheyenne Renner, world champion in a bunch of different stuff. Matt Guy winning us all time. Alec Ryan, AJ Sims is mine. Made a pro singles final four. Yeah, that's a lot of people to finish ahead of. Uh, these these eight names. I mean, like I said, that means that means these guys finished and 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 lady finished seventeenth. So there were sixteen people that have finished ahead of all these different people. That's a pretty stout list to finish that far ahead. Yeah, yeah, I I, I definitely thought so. And and the reason why now that that was the segue into what I really wanted to talk about, which was some players that I've kind of identified as some potential candidates for breakout players of the year. Uh, and a couple of those players were on that list, which is why I happened to stumble across it. So um, first of all, uh, the first one would be Alec Ryan. Um, want to throw out there, I heard you guys mention Alec and David a couple times. I do want to point out because I was the one broadcasting at the last open. I got to call some of their matches. They were there. They finished in second place in their bracket. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, that answer is already partially in. What a phenomenal run. And I can tell you from looking at the stats, I'm pretty sure David was even on, on occasions out throwing Alec. So phenomenal run for those two as a couple, as a doubles team. But Alec himself, just to me, he laid down the marker. He finished the year strong last year. Yep. And then at this first open, fifth in his bracket in singles, second in doubles in his bracket with his dad, and second overall in the blind draw with Kelly Karanovich. I just, he was so consistent the whole weekend. I think he's a, a strong candidate for a breakout player of the year. Um, he was, uh, I believe, like 83rd, I'm sorry, 51st in the rankings last year. So he's got, he's got some upward potential. Uh, some other players that, that impressed me either there or just I think can make a, a, a really good breakthrough Hunter Thorne. Um, he won his bracket. We've known Hunter for, for quite a while now. Um, I believe the last, uh, last year he was ranked 40th in singles. The year before that, he was ranked 38. But I'm wondering if he's ready to crack the top 20, maybe top 15. I, I think he has potential to, to break out even further than what he's already done. And um, to, go from, to go from 40 to top 20 is probably good enough to be a breakout player. Yes. The, closer, the closer you get to the top, the harder, you know, every point, every ranking point matters. Right. Yeah. As long so, as someone um, like a, I was going to say, as long as someone like a Trzinski or uh, someone in that like 20 range, 19 range drops into like top five. Right. Then right I, yeah. Exactly. Then I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no doubt. Or, or someone 130th moves up to, you know, 38th, you know, but, but the, yeah. the closer you get to the top of the list, <laughs> more, the more difficult those spots are to move up. Yeah. I would say, yeah, each spot in the top 10 is worth like 4X every yes. spot in, in the you know 80 to 100 range. 
right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's so much harder to just do that. Um, but yeah. So another player that we don't really talk about too much, Ty Lopez. Now, I'm not sure there's a harder working man in the game, to be honest with you. And I've known him since the first pro season. And, and I want to take you through his ranks. Because every time I see the man, he's better. And I, I mean that literally. From open to open to open, from you know national event to national event, every time I see him, he's better. In 2020, he was ranked 93rd. 2021, remember there was an influx of talent. He moved up to 68th. Last year, 44th. Yep. Is he yeah. ready to take that next step, or is he sort of reaching his peak around that that 40ish range? And he, he had his best performance. He had his best performance at Worlds. Remember, yep. he went through yes. all those players, made it all the way. I believe he came third in his bracket. I think he lost to Alex Rawls, and that was a close one, I believe, wasn't it? It was. Mm -hmm. So, so I think he's po he's poised. He's right on that precipice, and I think we'll get an answer soon. Is he ready to take the, ne the next step, or is he going to be hovering around that point for a while now? Yeah, he's poised. Uh, we talked last week about sleepers, and he was my sleeper, one of my sleeper picks in singles. I, I agree. I think that he is ready to to crack into that 20, 30 range and maybe surprise us with a top team, you know, something like that. And and I mean that literally. And I've and I've told I've told him and, and Valerie almost every time I see them, this literally every time I see him, he leaves me a little more impressed, just a little better, a little better a little better. You can tell he's putting in the work. There, there's no miracle fixes for him. He's just grinding it. So um, my hat's off to him. I'd like to get an answer on him on this season. A couple other I'm going to talk about together, Jordan Kimbrell and Cam Presley. I think both of those young men are grinders. They have they followed pretty similar trajectories as far as trying to get from mid-tier to the upper tier. Um, they, were, they tied for 59th in the, in the singles rankings last year. The year before that, they were 83rd and 63rd, so, so they're trying to move up. But this is more about a visual. I've seen Cameron Presley turning it on lately. Um, I've been very impressed by his play. And Jordan Kimbrell, he knocked out some huge names at this last Open. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was Kimbrell that knocked out, Bur or at least knocked to the loser's bracket, Birchfield and Rawls. Maybe Birchfield and then I think and it was Rawls, a yep. Jay Corley, too. First three matches. Yep. Wow. So what a you know what a strong start to the season for for him. So I think I think Kimbrell and Presley to keep an eye keep an eye on them. They may be ready to bust out. Um, Tubby and Tyler, um, both both those Cobb brothers, I think could be poised. Tyler was arguably kind of at the top two years ago or near the top. Last year he kind of dipped a little bit. He went from 52nd in singles to 127th. Um, Tubby finished last year at 59th. I, I think Tyler looked a whole lot better at this open. He just looked smooth. He looked comfortable. Looked like he was having fun. Uh, so I think Tyler could be ready to, to move back into that top tier. And Tubby, with the one year under his belt, is getting better at every event. I think we've got to watch out for Tubby to make a, a big move, too. Um, three more names on the list. One you guys have already mentioned, so I'm going to hit it real quick. Nico Miralis, ranked 102nd last year. His play was way better than 102nd. I, yep. I, I would have to look through and find that might be one of the statistical anomalies, why he finished so low. Um, so improving on 102nd, as far as I'm concerned, should be child's play for Nico. He's, he's definitely, in my opinion, a top 50 player based on what he did last year. 
um, maybe much higher than that. Yeah, I looked at him closely. Uh, his opponent DPR was like number eight in the league. The dude threw like top ten in, in PPR, but his his opponents his opponents PPR was so high too. Um, I asked him straight up. He said, "Man, I told my wife all year or my girlfriend all year it was bad luck. I just lost <laughs> the games at the wrong time." That's the only way I can explain it because I broke it down and there was nothing. I'm like, I, I don't get it. How do you rank bad, 100? Bad luck happens. I mean, you, you right. figure there's so many pros in the league. Some of them are going to get an extra 40, 50 spots in the rankings because they get a good break. And some are going to drop 40 or 50 because they've gotten bad breaks. Yeah. So the last two names I want to throw at you guys are names from the past that did not play last year. Technically, I don't know if they're candidates for the award of breakout player, if they've already been at the top. But, you know, after taking a year off, to the general public, maybe their name isn't as familiar anymore. Um, Timmy Pitcher and Tyler Poitras. Timmy's been throwing lights out. He's been working really hard. When he left off two years ago, his ranking, 19th in singles. So how quickly for, we forget. A whole season without Timmy Pitcher, and he's not on anyone's radar. But 19th the last time he played two years ago. And Tyler Poitras, same deal. He was ranked 14th in singles two years ago. And again, kind of falls off everyone's radar when you don't play for a season. If those guys can come back, you know, almost to where they were before, I think they make an immediate impact. Um, could arguably be breakout players if they come from left field uh, and move into, say, the top 25 or so. But they've been there before, so I don't know if that makes them technically eligible or not. Awesome. Well, I like the conversation of breakout player of the year. As we alluded to earlier, we do have a game, but Trey's going to lead the game. So, Mike, you're more than welcome to stay on. And, uh, Trey, take it away. All right. I know we're a little bit long on time, so I'll try to keep this keep this pretty pretty short. But, um, okay, so I'm just going to read some accolades, and you just got to guess as we go down. You're going to get less information – I mean, more information as we go, okay? So this person is, if I look on my list – um, they are third all time in ACL titles. Third all time. So it goes is. Graham Guy than someone. <laughs> yeah. So that's accurate. So, so, okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna clarify it. Yep. Okay. Third all time. <laughs> Any guesses? Damon Dennis. That's a good guess, just because of He's all. He's got the a lot of senior titles yeah. along with some. All right. I'll read the next clue. That's not right. Um. Do we this just rapid has, fire names? Yeah. <laughs> 10 total titles, but only one of them is in singles. All right. Cheyenne so it's, uh, or Cheyenne? It's not it's Mark not Richards. Cheyenne. Mark Cody Richards Henderson. won three open last year. It's not Cody Henderson. Okay. Trey Birchfield. It's not Trey Birchfield. This person is oh, from man. the Mid-South Conference. Mid-South. So that would be wow. Tennessee and Kentucky. Oh. <laughs> did we already say gonna... did we already say Damon Dennis? We already said Damon Dennis. Yeah. You're not gonna yeah. get Philip Hayden on me, are you? Nope. One of these titles is a world championship in doubles. What the heck? <laughs> I knew this would be a good one. Oh my gosh. Kentucky and Tennessee, I mean, Jimmy McGuffin. I... This person has a dad that is also a pro. 
We're getting killed. Holland? Brett, Brett Guy. Brett Guy is the oh answer. Oh, my gosh. Really? <laughs> wow. Oh, he's the, Brett he's guy. the third? Duh. He ha- Brett Guy has one world championship in doubles, three national doubles titles. Wow. Uh, two shootout doubles championships, two individual shootout doubles, one shootout singles, and one doubles open. Yeah, you, you lost me at the single at the at the you know only one singles. I I would have I wouldn't have guessed that from Brett. Okay, we'll go. Okay, go opposite direction here. We'll do. We'll only do one more because we're running late on time. Okay. Right, go. Okay. This person is. Uh, where does he go on my list? This person is eleventh all time in titles. Okay. 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 That's uh, not very helpful. Not very. So helpful. We were third in titles last time, right? More info, yes. please. <laughs> this person has five total titles, and all of them are in singles. All of them are in singles. singles. Um, all right. 11th. Wow, that's down there. Wow. Okay. This person is one, uh, uh, one of only... Four players to have three or more open singles titles. Alex Hicks. Nope. Uh, Mark Richards has too many. Yeah. No, but who was it that tied with Alex Hicks? And we talked about this. Mark Richards tied, but he's got more than correct more than five. So he's he's like he's up he's up the list. You have think. named two of the uh, two of the four <laughs> that have three or more titles in open singles. Okay. Alex Rawls, where's Alex Rawls on there? Nope. No, nah, he didn't. Another clue, please. Yes, another clue. This person is in the Carolina Conference. Carolina only singles. <clears throat> I don't think uh, you're digging I deep. On I don't this. think I don't think Frank Modlin's even won a singles uh, unless it was in shootouts count. Uh, shootouts count for total titles. Yes. Last you're clue. Stump Trey. Last clue. This person also has a dad in the pro division. Well, that should be easy. <laughs> what the <laughs> heck is going on? There's not a lot. Of I don't know where the, in Carolina. I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know where the Hollands live. That's the only Tad father yeah, son Josh team coming to mind. Josh Holland is the correct there answer. There you go. Good job. Oh wait. <laughs> Josh no, Holland. Josh Holland That's has won not. three open singles titles, one pro shootout title, and one pro shootout championship title. Oh, He's I didn't know he had three titles. So yep, this goes back to his amateur titles. years. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he won those in his amateur years. That makes okay. that makes sense now. Yeah. There's so my game. All right. Partner, we stuck. It was confusing. <laughs> hey, we got one. <laughs> Took the, all the clues, but we got there. Yeah. All right, we got to run. We got a really cool interview coming up, Mike. It has been awesome having you on. We will let you go, and we will bring on our next guest. Thanks, Mike. It's the one and only Stacy Moore, the commissioner himself. Stop playing. Welcome to the show, Stacy. 
I, uh, first first that, question. I, I'm interested, Stacy. Did you get any of those before everybody else? Um, what was happening? I wouldn't even pay attention. I did figure out the Josh Holland one. Um, but yeah, okay. you know, I didn't know I didn't know what I was included and and titles. You know, I didn't know you were going back to amateur years and things like that. Yeah, but uh, good for you to keeping keeping the record books straight. I appreciate that, and uh, good good to bring that history to life for everyone. Nice. Got to. All right, Stacy. We um, yeah, exactly. We are so excited to talk to you about this upcoming season. We had lots of fun new things happening last season. I know Anthony wants to get into it, but. My favorite line of last season was, who hates teams now? <laughs> so I got to ask about teams. <laughs> what, what can we look forward to? What can you tell us about that coming up? Oh, man. Teams is just going to get bigger and better. Got to keep that momentum going from the world championships. I, I uh, am so honored to be able to call that, too. It was, it was amazing. I, I, I still, still get goosebumps a little bit you know, when I think about it. It was just such a cool event. Great to see everyone all fired up for it. And so, um, yeah, so we got some great new things for teams. What have we announced, Trey, versus what have we had not? What am I allowed to announce? You, you, hey, you're the commissioner. You can say anything oh, you want. I'm so, I'm so glad like Michelle asked this question so, <laughs> because I have, I have refrained completely from saying anything publicly on teams. So whatever you feel like divulging, you are welcome okay. to divulge. Well, this is scary. I was going to say thank you for finally inviting me to, to be on the show, uh, number one. Uh, number two, I, I don't appreciate not having any prep time, Trey. He just kind of sprung this on me. And, uh, and I've been working hard. And to be honest, I haven't – I really haven't paid attention to what Trey's publicly disclosed and what he hasn't. But I will say with teams, um, I believe I have circulated uh, privately that we are – attaching team names to geographic areas uh, for next season. And we will be unveiling new team logos around those team names and, and geographic areas. So some of the old team names are, are being retired. So some of those jerseys will become collector's items immediately. Actually, all the jerseys will become collector's items, but some of the team names will be carrying forward and, uh, and like I said, tying them to a specific geographic area. And um, we're going to have multiple captains initially on teams for next season prior to the draft. Um, so that'll be one of the changes. And we hope to have a linear television contract specifically around our, our team's format that we're working on. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. So look for a guaranteed prize pool. Uh, to be announced um, and for that to, to be a, its own linear series uh, here in 2023. Um, we plan on having the draft in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina around our college event over New Year's. Um, and so hopefully everyone can come to Myrtle Beach and be a part of that uh, new team's draft. That'll happen. Yes. Crazy. So excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. That's awesome. Anthony, yeah, so that your, was, your yeah, turn, no, Anthony. Go ahead. Yeah, no, you touched on one of them. I just kind of wanted to touch on all the new concepts. I mean, we had the PDC kickoff last season. We did the European Open, you know, our first kind of overseas. We talked about the ACL teams. We had that partnership with Shamar Moore. 
where we took that all-star style event, the Pro Invitational to Airmel City. We had some presence in Cali with the uh, with the Spencer McKenzie's partnership and having the shootout series there. There was a much, it seemed like there was more emphasis on the Super Bowl, you know, really a lot more emphasis there, more linear broadcasts. That ended up being fun. And then all of the, the broadcast courts, I mean, we really bumped up all the production value, having four featured courts at all the nationals and the dedicated streams at the opens. I mean, if we were to just go through one of those, we know PDC is going to roll over in the next season. How did that go? I mean, that was kind of an idea last year at the end of the year. I mean, how did we feel like that went? Did we, uh, did we like how that went? And obviously doing it again this year, anything going to change? Yeah, I thought the PDC uh, went really well last year for a kind of a first time trial and something that we put together, you know, right before kind of the the start of the season, so to speak, once we were going through uh, having to decide on all these pro players. And we were like, wow, there's just a lot more depth uh, in the league now than, than we anticipated. And so we really wanted to create that that next tier to try to build that that next tour, that next tour series like golf's been able to do. Um, and so, you know, I felt like that that structure worked out really well. Um, you know, in fact, we're going to be holding back some pro spots to guarantee that PDC players will be able to make it into the main bracket at nationals. Um, and I think that's really cool. And so uh, expanding that PDC field a little bit, letting more PDC players uh, in for this season, as well as creating the specific juniors, seniors, and women's uh, divisions that allows our pro players in each one of those areas to also compete in those open divisions along with the PDC, um, I think is, is going to be really, really good next season. Good stuff. What about uh, international competition? Are we going to see some more of that coming up this, this season? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, unfortunately we weren't able to pull off, uh, Australia in December as we were hoping, hoping, Oh, nice. um, but, uh, we definitely want to still get to Australia. Certainly looking to return to uh, Canada and Europe. We're actually picking dates uh, for Europe right now. It's going to be, it looks like sometime in September for the ACL Europe Open 2023. Um, and then we're going to be working on the on the dates up in Canada. And hopefully we'll be able to add another part of the world. So whether it's down in Latin America, maybe Mexico, uh, maybe further south in Mexico, um, we'll see. Stacy, real quick, you know, um, just on the on the vision, ultimate vision for Super Hole and how so you thought it went for this year, you know, forward for looking forward to next year in Super Hole and how we continue to build that out. Yeah, again, Super Hole, you know, we tested some of these prelims, uh, the prelim where we had some qualifiers uh, leading into the World Championships. I thought moving Super Hole to the World Championships was an awesome decision, and that was a fantastic broadcast. Yeah. as part of that world championships week. And so we really like um, doing those qualifiers. And so our plan is to do eight qualifiers for Super Bowl uh, next season. Um, and so expand what we did and, and formalize it more. And again, make sure each one of those uh, Super Bowl qualifiers are also a linear television um, event. Uh, we want to have a guaranteed prize pool uh, for each one of those so that not only that the uh, celebrities can make a little bit of money for their charity and maybe for themselves, but that the pro players that participate in those events uh, will be a part of the prize pool as well. So uh, 
Uh, Super Hall is going to get much bigger and better uh, next season, um, and I'm really excited about it. Good stuff. All good stuff. Is there anything All I missed? Right. right? <laughs> no, there's, there's the, the good news is there's tons of stuff you're missing, and we can keep just teasing it along the way because <laughs> – we could yeah. we could talk we could talk for hours with all the stuff we got going on. Nice. Yeah. yeah. We appreciate well, we, it. We though, appreciate Stacey. your time. Yeah. Thanks so much for for popping on and giving us what you gave us because it's all very exciting. Am I done already? <laughs> done already. I told <laughs> no. you it's only ten minutes. Easy money. Easy money. <laughs> all right. I appreciate you having me. Invite me back anytime. See you, all right. Thanks, Stacy. Good. Good to know. Good to know. All right, I'm just going to read a couple buy or sells for you guys before we wrap up. So uh, you let me know if you buy or sell this. An amateur is going to win an open singles event this season. Trey, buy or sell? I sold it last year and was wrong. I'm sticking by my guns. I'm selling it again. <laughs> oh, it again. you are. Right? Wow. Just don't, I, I just got, don't I, learn I, from I, your mistakes. That's cool. Yeah, look, look. <laughs> the people that identify, there's like a handful. We saw Caden Allen almost do it on the first one this past, this, this past open, right? Um, I think it's probably against my odds to sell it, but I'm going to sell it. Anthony. It, it's pretty tough because we're limiting it to just singles. If we were opening up doubles, maybe even the seniors and women's event, I think it would be an easy buy, right? Uh, there's still some solid talent that didn't make it into the pro division. I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to go, I'm going to, me and Trey, we could talk about this one as this, as the season goes, I'm going to buy this one. All right, a new record is set for open singles wins this season at four or more. Buy or sell, Trey? Yeah, Alex Hicks and Mark Richards both won three last year. That was the record. No way we get to four. No way. No. Sell it. Sell it. No way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Graham ends the season in first place in ACL total all-time titles. Yeah, so this yeah, so this essentially means right now Jamie Graham Mac guy tied for number 1. They both have 18 titles apiece. Does Jamie Graham win more than Mac guy this season? Buy it. Yes. Buy and buy for sure I'm going to try on this one. He's going to win more okay. singles events there. Okay. This will be the year of the carpet bag. Buy or sell. Ah, Anthony would love me for, to buy this, but I'm not doing it. I oh, he's not going to do it. it. Oh, I good. am selling it. We're going to see some Jamie Graham, some Josh Holland, Tanner Halbert, Matt Guy, Mark Richards. They keep rolling on through. New boards this season. We're not even using used boards again. Everybody's got to get new bags for the 2023 rule. Mm -hmm. This is going to be uh, this is going to be slick bag central. I'm Anthony? loving this one. We're uh, every opportunity I have to remind you of this Trey this season. I'm gonna do it every <laughs> do single it. time. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. Mad rush of talent coming. I mean, look at these some of some of these names: Jackson Gore, Jake Gore, Ryan Weedenfield, Justin Burton Jr., Fisher Hamilton, Kobe Costanza, Logan Chamberlain, one of your top tens, Gavin Cano. We got Ingleken, Dolan, Saladiner, Emily Downer is gonna make noise in women's. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. This is the year. <laughs> All right, last one. A player from the Mid South wins singles this weekend. Right. Uh, I I don't want to buy it, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna say I want to really? buy it and say somebody defends their home turf uh, this 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 year. Um, Kentucky's been a little quiet, but I think they're they're raring they're revving to go. I, I will buy this weekend. Someone defends home turf. I'm gonna sell. I'm selling your your only shots. I mean, you get Matt Guy, 
great opportunity there. Um, Damon Dennis. After that, it gets really loose. I'm going to sell. I don't see it happening. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. We got hot takes. Who's got hot takes? You got one, Trey? Yes, I defined my breakout player of the year a couple weeks ago. I said it would be Alec Ryan. Alec Ryan wins a bracket this weekend in singles. That is hot. I like it. I like it. Anthony? I'm going sizzling hot. I'm going sizzling hot. Like putting myself way out there. Woo! Yeah. What's tier last? Is that like tier four or tier three? Yeah, tier tier four. All right, tier four. Really hot take. Looks like Jimmy Humans and Josh Keck teaming up. They're not going to take tier last. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that is a placeholder. There's no way Jimmy Humans is playing with Josh Keck this week. There's no That's way. a placeholder. I've seen that before. <laughs> They're not going to take tier last. But I'm here take. to see it. <laughs> oh, I'm here to see it. I'm going. Oh. I'm going. Weedenfield Almanza. I want. I think they can do it. So I'm going. Uh, bracket. Bracket winner. I love that one. I don't know if that's hot, but that's where I'm going with it. You know, different kinds of bags. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. That's all the time we got today. I'm going to go do my Hawaii thing, although it is only 8 a.m. right now. Uh, But (laughs) one last jab. One last jab. (laughs) (laughs) I got thrown in when I can. Uh, Everyone have a great rest of your days and weeks, and we'll see you uh, this weekend in uh, Kentucky. Thanks, guys. See you guys.